This podcast is brought to you by The Hitched Wine Club. I am excited to announce that we have a new Happily Ever After Wine Club membership that gives you six bottles of wine uh, delivered at the frequency of your choice, so monthly, bi-monthly, or quarterly. Uh, it's free shipping forever, and on your first shipment alone, you're saving nearly $100 on on your six bottles of wine, so it's really fantastic wine. Uh, it's perfect for the holiday season when you you're going over to people's houses and they're coming over to yours and you and you want to bring uh, uh, that special little gift uh, let us deliver it to you and when the holiday season's over you and your spouse will continue to get great wine again at the frequency of your choice uh, so don't wait go now at hitchedmag.com and click on the wine club link happy holidays you really want to know what love is yeah yes tell us more than anything in the world Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com, and I am joined with the always fabulous Diane Gotsman. Hi, Diane. Hi, Steve. That's a nice intro. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, Diane, if uh, you're tuning in for the first time, is uh, a nationally recognized etiquette expert and is also the owner of the Protocol School of Texas. Uh, today, we are going to talk about um, how you can or maybe not how you can, uh, criticize your spouse with consideration. Um, you know, so there, there comes a time in every marriage uh, when you have to air grievances with your spouse. Uh, constructive criticism is far easier to accept when you deliver your message with kindness and respect. And so the next time your spouse does something that you feel the need to correct, uh, here are some etiquette tips that you can um, effectively and kindly offer your criticism. That's right. You know, criticism is a sour pill to swallow any way you look at it, Steve. But it's when someone is giving you a fair account of what you may have done that may not be absolutely correct or, or that you might have even been offensive. If you're going at them while you're mad and you're you're body language is aggressive, it's not going to be accepted as readily. So, you know, that's why I think that you have to really take a step back, think about it so you don't create new and bigger problems and bring the subject up when you're calm and you're less emotional. That's a, uh, that is a great point because you don't, uh, you don't want the heat of the moment to overtake the point you're trying to make. Um, and this is something, uh, we've discussed in the past, which is when you get into these heated conversations, it can quickly turn into bringing up other things that are not related to what you (laughs) originally intended to have the conversation about. That's right. Stay focused on that one, that one topic. And that means you don't want to go at them with multiple topics. So, you know, you might bring, it, it might be part of a bigger issue, except, You really have to think about what you want to say and how you want to say it and keep 10 years, you know, back out of out of this conversation and and just say, you know, look, I have something to say. I something that's been on my mind and 
I want I want to share this with you, but I want you to know that I'm doing this in love. I'm telling you because you don't you, you may not understand the the message that you're sending when you say such and such. So it's about the way that you come about. It's about the way that you approach it. Yeah, and then the second thing that you uh, bring up here is make sure that your compliments outweigh the criticisms. That's right. If if all your spouse hears is what they are doing wrong and how many times they're doing it wrong and what everybody is saying when they do it wrong, you know, it's, you become a nag, you know, and that's men and women, you know, you don't want to be the chronic complainer. So you want to certainly make sure that your compliments far outweigh the occasional critique, you know, constructive criticism that you want to share. And there has actually been, um, a, a lot of research on this topic and uh John Gottsman uh or Gottman I'm sorry um he came up with this formula and you've probably heard us talk about this in the past but it's a 5 to 1 ratio of positive to negative so if you do have something critical to say make sure that you pat it pretty nice and good on both ends of it uh with a 5 to 1 ratio and uh that is has been found to be the secret formula to making sure that people aren't um, – they don't take it the wrong way or they're not offended by it or it doesn't cause any kind of like long-term lasting damage. And make sure criticism. the critici- the the compliments are genuine. Not I like your shoes, I like your tie, I like your hair, <laughs> by the way. Yes, <laughs> that is such a great more, point. But then I have a criticism. You know, it has to be – your your compliments should really be authentic. Yeah, and um, – uh, you know, the other thing about this, uh, moving on here, Diane, uh, you say when you can, uh, let it go. Ask yourself in the big picture, how important is it? If your spouse isn't wearing the seatbelt and you're annoyed, um, that's something to talk about. You know, if your spouse is driving with two feet and it's not a standard transmission, okay, that's a little bit irritating, I will say. But if um, he sings off key in the car, okay, (laughs) that's when you should really ask yourself, how important is this? You know, when can I let something slide? Because, again, if you continue to nag on every little thing, you lose your credibility and you lose your voice. And, And speaking of your voice, you know, say it, say it clearly. You know, don't drag out with this long winded rambling speech about what you're about to say and why he needs to know it. Just be very clear, you know, stay focused on the issue. Again, don't bring up everything that's bothering you from the past. You know, don't bring in the kids and, you know, and now you're, you're mad at him about that. Just, just be very clear and make it short and sweet. Say what you have to say and then move on. And, oh, are you there? I'm here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, and and with that, uh, I, I think, you know, I ju- we just mentioned the positive to negative ratios. One of the things that you could do is you could start it off and you know you want to say, you, you know, not always. Uh, some, some of these things just come up as they're happening. But in other instances where you've planned to, to let them know that something's bothering you, you can start it off by premeditating a compliment first to kind of ease into that transition if you have to say something and then do it succinctly. Um, 
and the, the the next point that you have here though is to uh lose the drama well it, again it's all in the delivery steve so it's about it's about being authentic and genuinely caring about what you're going to say and you know don't use generalization general generalizations that's a hard word (laughs) like you always or you never or you're you know just make sure that you are being very very clear and very accurate about what you're saying Mm -hmm. yeah i there's nothing worse than those well you never do this and then the argument quickly gets twisted because then they'll point out that just last week they did in fact do some one of those things. That's right. <laughs> and you never appreciate me. Well, you never say thank you. I you know, just you can say, you know, I noticed the garbage didn't take get taken out again today. And I know you're I know you're rushed and, and I was already out the door, but I'd really appreciate it. You know, just change your again, change your delivery. Mm-hmm. And say it. You know, the delivery should be thoughtful and the words should be kind. They yeah. should not be aggressive. And they sh- certainly you don't want to resort to cursing because when you start cursing at them, which is absolutely offensive to begin with, but you also lose your power. You mm. know, you lose the power that you have and, and you lose the credibility. And not only will uh, do you lose that power, but you lose uh, their, their ear because they will stop. They'll tune you out. They'll stop listening. That's right. And you I, lose their respect. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important like this point is to whatever you have to say, whatever criticism you have to deliver, uh, say it with kindness. That's right. And and use positive reinforcement. When you catch your spouse changing the behavior and doing something really great, you know, make sure that you you acknowledge it. Just like you would do with with your children or with a puppy, you know, we're just yeah. training a puppy, and I'm not comparing our spouse to an animal. But although you know, although we do have an article that you wrote, yes, we do. <laughs> how to treat your spouse like your pet. <laughs> we're often much kinder to our pet than our spouse. Yes. You know, I it's sad but true. So you know, just make sure that you are setting them up for future success by by acknowledging the positive things they do. But it is such a great point uh, to use positive reinforcement because you're right. Uh, it's too often that we are quick to criticize, but very long to compliment. And right. uh, you know, when you see something uh, negative, uh, you know, by all means, if you if you feel like it's worth the constructive criticism, deliver that in a kind, positive manner. Uh, but if you see some positive that was being done, I, you're absolutely right. It's so important to let them know that you recognize that positive thing that ha- they have just done or accomplished. That's right. And don't compare spouses, by the way. So-and-so always does this. And so-and-so always takes the trash out or, or compliments his wife. Why don't you compliment me? You know, all of those long-winded nagging tones really do set, set you up for failure. 
Yeah. So, you know, don't, you are who you are. You are married to who you are married. You chose him or her because you love them. So work with what you have and be very grateful for, you know, for, for the relationship you have and always work on it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that is a, a terrific spot to, uh, stop at. Um, so, uh, before we go, um, I want to remind all of you out there listening that you have been listening to Diane Godsman. Again, she is a re- nationally recognized etiquette expert. The owner of the Protocol School of Texas, a company specializing in etiquette training for corporations, universities, and individuals. You can get more at her website, diannegotsman.com. You can also follow Diane on Twitter at Diane Gotsman. I am on Twitter at Hitch Media. Um, Diane is on uh, Facebook. Uh, I uh, uh, Hitched is on Facebook as well. Um, although with the stuff that... Um, Facebook has been doing with their algorithm. I know most of you uh, are not actually seeing our posts in your newsfeed. So I'm trying to encourage people to move over <laughs> to Google Plus uh, because I feel like they do not filter the results um, like Facebook does. So I want you, I mean, if you liked us, I'm assuming you want to see what we have to say. And so uh, I know in Google Plus, they have, by the way, a fantastic mobile app. Uh, you should be able to see more of what we have to say. Um, and then lastly, uh, check out our wine club for fantastic wine deals and date ideas that come with it. Um, if you're a, a service provider, therapist, psychologist, counselor, uh, any of the above, uh, check out our directory. We have a, a new offering for our directory listings for just $1. Uh, so click that. All that's available on our homepage, hitchmag.com. So that's going to do it this week. Thank you one last time, Diane. Thank you, Steve. Okay, that's going to do it. Take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.